Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the twelve, A disciple is not above the teacher, nor a slave above the master. It is enough for the disciple to be like the teacher, and the slave like the master. If they have called the master of the house Bezabel, how much more will they malign those of the master's household? So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops. Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear the one who can destroy both soul and body. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And even the hairs of your head are all counted. So do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before others, I also will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before others, I also will deny before my Father. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a son against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and in-laws against one another. And one's foes will be members of one's household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves a child of theirs more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Those who find their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake will find it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. When I drive on a long trip, as I recently did twice to Minnesota in the last 30 days, I like to listen to podcasts to help make the time go faster. One of my favorites is The Moth. The podcast features stories from The Moth Radio Hour on NPR when people stand before a live audience and tell their story. A story about their life, their love, their heartache, an obstacle that they've overcome or something that they're proud of. Now, I've heard stories about almost anything and everything, and yet every time I listen to The Moth, I'm surprised by the next story. The Moth's website describes itself as a nonprofit organization that celebrates the commonality and diversity of human experience through the art and craft of true, personal storytelling. Now, the most recent story that I heard was told by Thomas Davila, a gay man who grew up in northern Texas with a father who his high school friends described as someone who looks like the Terminator with his big muscles and a cowboy hat and aviator glasses. And when he was young, Thomas's dad made him throw away a friendship bracelet that he loved that was made by his friend John. Reluctantly and with tears streaming from his eyes, he threw that bracelet into the garbage can, as his father directed. And he mumbled under his breath, I hate you. And he vowed to himself to leave home as soon as he was able. And he did. Thomas turned 18. 
He joined the Navy, and he never looked back. Until four years later, when he was summoned back to his dad, who was very ill and needed emergency heart surgery. Now he goes on to tell the story about living into the truth as a gay man, wondering what and if and when to tell his dad about his true identity. Now I don't want to tell you the whole story because he tells it better. It's his story, after all. But I do invite you to listen to it for yourself on the moth. But I will say that Thomas and his father eventually found great joy in sharing fully in each other's lives and stories. Now I sometimes wonder what story I would tell if I ever went on the moth. Would I have one that is interesting and funny and compelling, worthy of the audience's attention? Now, I know that not everyone feels compelled to tell a story in front of a live audience. Maybe many of you are not that comfortable standing in front of a live audience, and maybe you've never thought about telling your own stories in front of an audience. But I know that to be known and to tell our own story is something that we all long for as humans. We are hardwired to create and tell stories. We long for them. We long to hear them, to tell them. We make meaning out of them. We define ourselves by our stories. We tell stories to learn more about each other, whether it's on a first date or at job interviews or at social gatherings. Throughout this year, we will be telling Holy Trinity's story of the past 150 years of ministry. Each year in November, we hear people's stories during the liturgy and in the e-news about how they came to this community, what they love about it, and why they stay. People love to hear those stories. And soon, I'm proud to say and happy to announce that we'll be sharing people's faith stories in the e-news, when the pastors will do short interviews with some of you to hear your story of faith and how God has been a, transformative, uh, how God has been a transformative part of your life through this faith community. Now, this morning's reading from Matthew is not the kind of story that we like to read in the Bible. Am I right? Nothing touchy-feely about God's love and goodness in today's story. Not something that's easy to preach on, a story about love shared or experienced through the presence and power of Jesus. Nope. Just prior to this morning's gospel text that we read this morning, Jesus prepares to send the disciples out on a mission, and he says, Take no money, no bag, no sandals, no staff. He says, proclaim the good news that the kingdom of heaven has come near. Cure the sick, raise the dead, clean the lepers, cast out demons. And then in today's section, he says, so have no fear of them, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light, 
and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops. Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And even the hairs of your head are all counted. Now I'll say a sidebar right here. Even all these hairs on this head are counted, and even all the hairs on your bald heads are counted, my friends. So do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. It seems God, too, loves stories. And Jesus knows that telling our stories and listening deeply to the stories of others is holy. Jesus prepares the disciples for all that they will encounter when they go out, and he compels them to tell their stories, stories of how their lives got intertwined with Jesus and how their world had been turned upside down by the good news. Stories about how Jesus sat with lepers. Stories of Jesus talking with women who had been shunned by their communities. Stories of how Jesus having dinner with tax collectors, healing the sick, and restoring people to life. Stories about how Jesus led them to see God in those who mourn, in the meek, in those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, in the peacemakers and in the persecuted. In the Jesus movement, room is made for everyone to be fully seen and known. And that is such good news that it can't be held back or kept secret. Sharing our stories in the light can be really difficult, even if it's not done on a stage or in front of an audience. We long to tell our most authentic stories and share our true selves, and yet we often fear telling our stories and sharing our true selves. Tell it in the light, Jesus says. Even the parts you fear, tell it in the light. The things you fear people will know about you the things you've tried so hard to keep locked up and hidden away so that no one will know the depths of your struggles, your anxiety, your failings, your pain, your wounds, your hang-ups, your questions. And as soon as Jesus says, tell it in the light, he says, do not fear and speaks of how even the sparrows are of value to God. And so you too are of great value to God. The God of the sparrows cares deeply for even those tiny creatures that are sold for half a penny. And God loves you more than these. God loves you more than anything, for you are created in the very image of God. And you do not have to be afraid because God has counted every hair of your head, every wrinkle on your skin, every cell in your body. God loves you, no matter what has been done or left undone. Your story can be told and new life can be found. 
You are ultimately a child of God, and that is your truest identity, and everything else stems from it. And if we know that our truest identity is child of God, we can tell our stories and hear the stories of others in God's love and light without fear. <laughs>